Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Chicago, Illinois, it's time for Chicago Business Radio. Brought to you by FirmSpace, your private sanctuary for productivity and growth. To learn more, go to firmspace.com. Now, here's your host. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Chicago Business Radio. I'm your host, Max Cantor. And before we get started, as always, today's show is sponsored by FirmSpace. Thanks to FirmSpace, because without them, we couldn't be sharing these important stories. We have a great guest for you today. She is the Talent Acquisition and Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Leader. Uh, so please welcome to the show, America Baez. Welcome to the show, America. Thank you, Max. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm excited to talk to you and learn a bit about yourself. So why don't you just tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do? Yes. Well, I am a talent acquisition and diversity equity and inclusion leader, as well as a nonprofit leader. <laughs> I am involved in different in different fields, but I have led diversity recruiting strategy and operations at Fortune 100 companies, and I've also led diverse organizations, especially Hispanic organization called Prospanica, to better you know Hispanic community in business. Awesome. And so, how did you find yourself in the field of HR and recruiting? What led you down this path? Yes. Well, precisely uh, when I got involved with this Hispanic organization Prospanica, the mission was to provide. Uh, career development opportunities, education opportunities for the members. And I was, I became the Chicago chapter president and eventually I was in the national board. So I was uh, getting sponsors, you know, talking to different companies and also increasing or working on increasing the membership. And that led to my HR career when one of those corporate partners suggested me, you know, considering HR and recruiting as my next move. And and that's where I ended up doing it. And I loved it. It was a great fit. And this was many years ago. Mm. <laughs> so that's when I made the switch. So as, you know, right now, as a diversity, equity, and inclusion leader, you know, how are you helping companies create these DEI groups and developing strategies to attract talent? Yes. Well, definitely in the current environment, you know, this with the, the social issues and racial issues going on, this has, it was important before, but it became uh, even more important now. And I work with the companies to assess their, their recruiting practices, their uh, attraction talents to make sure that their processes are, are fair you know, for everyone and don't detract people from applying to jobs. Also, you know, from a company perspective or an employer perspective, to, to position them as employer of choice in, in different communities, especially underrepresented communities, um, by building their brand. And, and most importantly, you know, nowadays companies really need to commit to supporting um um, you know, diversity and inclusion, uh, since this, you know, is very important for many people out there and that candidates are looking for those kind of companies that have a, a purpose and have a mission. So I work with them to establish processes and, and programs to, to uh, 
you know, attract talent and, and um, elevate their talent within their organizations. Absolutely. And so while you've been working with these companies, you know, it, what you're doing is so important. I'm sure uh, as you've been working with them, you've encountered some challenges that the companies face in HR and recruiting. So what are some of these challenges that you've encountered and how have you helped companies beat them? Yes, well, definitely. Um, again, I mentioned earlier the issues around racial injustice um, that companies need to really be committed and committed, and and they have to uh, establish programs, internal and external programs, to to address those issues. And um, otherwise, you know, they're not going to attract the talent that they want to attract. Mm-hmm. And and so the company has to do kind of like a you know have do their homework, do some legwork in order to position themselves as a, as employers. And and another issue is also that you know with COVID or after COVID um, things change in the workplace, and now most people, more people, really want to work from home, and they want to have more flexibility and. Companies, some companies weren't used to, uh, you know, having that kind of um, uh, flexibility before, and so now they have to really think about it and 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 put that in practice. Mm. I'm glad you actually brought up COVID because I I have a question for you about uh, networking and and its importance mm-hmm. in you know building your relationships in a professional environment with COVID everyone's at home. You, you had to resort to doing it remotely. So can you talk a little bit about networking in person versus networking remotely? Yes. Um, well, it has, uh, I think that also had a silver lining mm-hmm. <laughs> or, uh, COVID and, and networking, uh, with COVID, um, before you know there was social media and a lot of people were leveraging that but you know with covid everything everything and everyone pivoted to to virtual so uh now folks have become more savvy about how to use social media how to leverage social media, social media and connect with folks out, out there um also the companies themselves or organizations and the people themselves, um, everyone is more receptive to connecting with people virtually Mm. because that became kind of the norm. Um, So it's, uh, it's something that, you know, uh, we or the person has to get comfortable with and, and, you know, perhaps read articles or, uh, watch videos online about networking online and reaching out and how to leverage platforms like LinkedIn. Um, but uh, once they do that, it's it's going to become easier and people are more receptive again because the the uh, the, the things are have really you know changed over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Now, America, I've heard that you've been featured in a new book called Today's Inspired Leader, Volume 4. So can you talk to me a little bit about your thoughts on uh, leadership? Yes. Well, um, you know, I, I think that 
everybody, well, you know, when I say this, it may sound uh, like a cheesy line, but every everybody is a leader. I think that uh, we just need to kind of like uh, create or be more aware about ourselves and how we operate, how we lead in 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 and really, the, this could be at, at leading at any level in their careers, uh, regardless of what they do. Um, now, the ideally, you know, to continue learning and growing, um, we want to we want to be able to identify these trends, you know, to focus on our strengths um, as a person, as a professional, to 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 continue developing in that area and and lead in that those areas and also influence as people move from one uh, career to the next or one job to the next or even you know with nonprofit organizations or in government uh, you are influencing and leading and that's important. Mm-hmm. America, you're doing uh, so much good work for so many people. So uh, this is a question I like to ask all my guests. Um, what is the most rewarding part about what you do? Yes. My, the, the most rewarding part is that I am lifting people up, mm. um, that I am elevating at least my purpose, my personal mission is to help people out and to elevate the the people and the talent around me. So even in my, for my, you know, the early days in my career, I felt that I was um, already doing this and I continue to do it through, again, through the work that I do day in and day out um, at different capacities or different positions throughout my career. Uh, regardless of that, every every moment, um, I feel that I am doing that, and and that's the most rewarding thing, and and it's the most meaningful meaningful thing for me. That's great. That's so awesome to hear. And so, if if people want to learn more about you, or maybe want to learn more about the services that you provide and the work that you've been doing, what's the best way they can find out more about you, like a website or social media? Yes, uh, they can uh, look up my, they can find me on my website, uh, which is my name, americabias.com. And I also uh, have my profile there on LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, uh, America, it's been so great uh, chatting with you. You're really doing some really great work and we appreciate you. So thank you for being on the show today. Thank you, Max. And thank you for listening to another episode of Chicago Business Radio. I'm your host, Max Cantor, and we'll see you next time. This episode of Chicago Business Radio has been brought to you by FirmSpace, your private sanctuary for productivity and growth. To learn more, go to firmspace.com.